0: It only makes sense if he has B DNA. Well, I mean, but the only thing about him that's B-like is his eyes, right? Like, if you don't see and has, don't... and his deference to royalty, yeah, I get that. we all we all
1: feel that. But like, if you never explicitly saw that his eyes are weird shaped, I feel like you could go the entire movie just assuming he was a guy. Yeah, because it's not like he has like a, he's got like a little stinger on his little butt. Yeah, or, on, his little butt. on his little butt, his little butt, his little butt, his little butt. His but
2: have a little stinger now.
1: Maybe he does. Maybe he does. He doesn't <laughs> take his pants off. Yeah. Maybe if there was a scene of him, like, eating a flower and then, like, vomiting up honey on the table, right. Or like, they're gathering together for dinner, and you're like, like, it's, like, it's like, your no, stupid would you like some honey for your toast? No, like, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would
2: definitely make sucks hard, huh? <laughs> or yeah, easy. Little
1: stinger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> depending on what you want to do, I guess. Although, like, wouldn't you be worried about accidentally getting stung by his little stinger? Because yeah. then he'd die. Mm, I know, It's right? a downside. Yeah.
0: Of Why Did We Watch This, the podcast where three friends sit down, watch a very troubled movie, drink a themed cocktail, and then tell you what worked, what didn't, and how they would fix it. I am Chris, but I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. Ravel. I am Brendan. I create life!
1: And I destroy it.
2: Drischler. And I am Lee, the best bioneural synaptic prosthetic wings money could buy. Deliante,
0: nice, perfect. <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't tell by our extremely unique nicknames. Oh, by the way, that I'll be talking
1: throughout. <laughs> <of the episode. laughs> um, it's, it's becoming the timekeeper. I think a little, yeah, thing. a little bit.
0: Yeah. TikTok. Um, but we watched Jupiter Ascending. Uh, yes. What year is this from?
1: 2015. 2015.
0: 2015. Directed by the
1: Wachowskis. No, yeah, starring Mila Kunis. Charming uh, potato. Charming potato. Charming Charming bon. potato. Sean bon. Ch- Sha- Eddie Redmayne. Douglas Booth. <laughs> Tuppence Middleton. If you don't pronounce Sean Bean as Sean Bon, yeah, something's Sean, wrong with Sean Sean you. Bon. Sean Bon. <laughs> Sean bon.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to. It <laughs> it's Thumpens Middleton Kalik? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Good old Tuppy. Good old Tuppy. And then also just I don't know a myriad of CGI. Do you creatures think she has a and... younger sister named <laughs> uh <laughs> She's her. Actually, her name is Frobinzabag. <laughs> She's more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could call it an over the top space opera, space fantasy opera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we get into what I think I could call a
1: very vapid but also a very complicated plot, what did we drink to take the edge off? Well, we drank the b splice, and the b splice is uh, basically it's just. You start off with hot water because you're going to make some tea. So heat up that water in a kettle, baby. Pour it in a mug with, what was it, honey ginger tea? We used lemon ginger. Lemon ginger um, tea, Bigelow. yes. Bigelow. Yes, Bigelow lemon ginger tea. We uh, put that in a mug, let it steep, topped it off with a little bit of yuzu gin to add some more nice lemony flavor into it, and then added about a tablespoon of hot honey. Note that that means spicy honey, not mm-hmm. temperature mm-hmm. hot honey. Mm-hmm. And we let it steep, we mixed it up a little bit, and we sipped, sip, sipped, sipped. It was delicious. It was, it was really good. It was really yeah. yummy. I I'm glad we did a hot drink. Me I too. always like a hot yeah. drink.
2: I uh, I mean, I drink that tea. Like, I just go through ba- boxes of that tea, like, um, at an alarming rate. It's my <laughs> favorite tea. So it's a tea that I like the taste of. It's a nice probiotic, like, herbal relaxing tea. Mm-hmm. And then you put some spicy honey in it, it really. It's the, the lemon, the ginger... Really like clears out,
1: you know yeah, everything game. everything that's going on down there. Yeah, just yeah. wipes it out. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: feels almost as
1: refreshed down as home. if
0: you lowered yourself into a weird human genetic goop bath. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it feels it's like a human goo, yeah. it does
2: feel like a Victorian medicinal concoction it does. It does. that your valet would put
0: together. for Yeah, you. Um, but I I did feel like the the ginger and then like the hot honey of it uh, really worked really nicely together, and I thought that all just kind of spread really nicely with the lemon. It was really lovely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I gotta find more shit to do with that hot honey at some point. I bought a whole thing of it, and I feel like I never actually used it. Um, Chicken. Yeah, the other thing that works well with it is vanilla ice cream. Yeah.
2: Ooh.
1: Good. Oh yeah. I, 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 I
2: think Irish
1: is a yeah. great choice. It is. You to drizzle a little bit on top. I've also had a it says on the bottle to use it with pizza, which I've never tried yeah. before, but oh, I'm a little curious. I can um, see that.
2: Yeah. The auto the auto is a pizzeria nearby that if you get a they have like a Hawaiian that they they mm-hmm. put um, hot honey on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I could
0: I could really see myself going for that. Uh, stoked in Brooklyn it does the same thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I I do not envy your your mm-hmm. lot in having to read the Wikipedia
1: synopsis, but yeah, tell us so what this movie is about, like. It's almost as if you had to go to a bureaucratic planet, wait in many lines, hear <laughs> <cure> different responses, <laughs> and find out you didn't have the thing you needed anyway. I'm not It's done. an interesting analogy I just made. I don't think it'll come into play. Now. I'm not, not, not done a
2: proofread of this. Great Brazil Here's, laughs. Yeah. Here's uh, Sight Unseen. I'm reading this. Do it. Earth and countless other planets were established by families of transhuman and alien royalty for the purpose of harvesting the resulting organisms to produce a youth serum for the leads on other planets. Sentence one. <laughs> After the death of the matriarch of the House of Abrasics, the most powerful of the alien dynasties, her <laughs> children, Balam, Kulik and Titus, quarrel over the inheritance, with Balem inheriting enormous refinery on Jupiter, and Titus spending his inheritance on a lavish spaceship. Wait, what? Apparently. I don't know. That's <laughs> what I'm reading. I, mean, I feel like they never say in the movie, like, incidentally, nope. I no longer have an inheritance because never. I just bought this spaceship. <laughs> Guys, this is already uh, some extrapolated. Yep. happening. Alright, keep going. I'm sorry. Jupiter Jones narrates that her father, <laughs> Maximilian, met her mother, Alexa, in St. Petersburg, Russia. After Maximilian is killed in a robbery, Alexa names their daughter Jupiter after his favorite planet, <laughs> and they move to Chicago to live with Alexa's family. Years later, Jupiter makes a modest living as a housekeeper to her, her, her wealthy neighbors. I'm not sure about the neighbors, bit. Yeah, I don't really think
1: they're her neighbors, per <laughs> wanting se, but okay. To buy
2: a telescope, Jupiter agrees to sell her egg cells and uses her friend Catherine's name as a pseudonym. At Catherine's house, Jupiter and Catherine are attacked by extraterrestrial keepers. Jupiter photographs them, but they erase both of the girls' memories of the incident. Jupiter finds the strange photograph on her phone while waiting at an egg donation clinic, but cannot recall anything about it. During the procedure, the doctors and nurses are revealed to be keepers sent to kill her, but she is saved by Cain Wise, a former soldier sent by Titus to bring her to him. I a breath. I've got to go, I'll get a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) As Cain and Jupiter flee Their spaceship is destroyed by a squad of keepers Cain fends off the attack Kills the keepers And hijacks one of their vehicles while protecting Jupiter Afterwards, Cain realizes that Jupiter Must be of great significance to Titus and Balam, Who are revealed to have sent keepers to, To have sent the keepers to Earth To capture her Cain takes Jupiter to the hideout of Stinger Apony, another former soldier living in exile on Earth. Uh, When Jupiter learns that she can control the bees in Stinger's (laughs) residence, she discovers that she is galactic royalty. Stinger agrees to help Jupiter, but she is captured by a group of hunters who are supposed to be working for Balem. They have been bribed by Kalik to bring Jupiter (laughs) to her palace on a distant planet. There, Kalik explains that Jupiter is genetically identical to the dead matriarch, and therefore is the Earth's rightful owner. Supported by Captain uh, Diomica Singh of the intergalactic police force Aegis, Cain retrie- retrieves her from Kulik and takes her to the intergalactic capital planet Oris. Oris to claim her inheritance. In another attempt to lure Jupiter to him, Balum sends Gregan to capture Jupiter's family. On the way back to Earth, Titus's henchmen capture Jupiter and detain Cain as punishment for not bringing Jupiter to him as promised. Titus reveals to Cain his plan to marry Jupiter, kill her, and claim Earth. Titus then throws Cain into the void of space and attempts to seduce Jupiter, declaring his intem- his intention to dismantle the youth serum trade, of which Earth is the next intended source. Cain survives being spaced, and returns <laughs> with Stinger to save Jupiter at the altar before she gets married. Jupiter asks to return home, but learns that her family has been taken hostage by Balaam. Uh Is it Balam Or Balam They say Balam. I don't remember. One, one or the other. At his refinery. Very helpful, thank you. <laughs> at his refinery inside the Great red spot... Balam demands Earth in exchange for Jupiter's family. Realizing that Balam cannot harvest Earth without her permission, Jupiter refuses. Cain infiltrates the refinery and damages its gravity hull, causing the refinery to begin collapsing. While the occupants evacuate the refinery, Sing's ship moves in and rescues Jupiter's family. Jupiter survives the collapsing structures only to land at the feet of Balam and tries to kill her. But Jupiter fights Balam off and spares him, but not before the structures collapse and Balam falls to his death. Just as Jupiter is about to suffer the same fate, Cain saves her as the refinery is in its final stages of collapse. Sing opens a portal to Earth and prepares to evacuate, potentially leaving Cain and Jupiter behind. However, she is relieved to find that they have survived and crossed the portal along with Sing's ship. Jupiter's family is returned home with no memory of their disappearance, (laughs) while Jupiter secretly retains ownership of the Earth. Cain's rank in the Legion is restored, and he and Jupiter begin a relationship.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and-, and she gets his rocket boots.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need them anymore. Yeah, he's got wings again. He's got baby. wings, baby. He's a, a he's a flying dog. Flying dog boy. boy. Thank you for for sticking that one out.
1: Thank you for ascendingly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so-, <laughs> so let's talk about in general. What do we think of like of the plot?
1: I don't know, man. What do you want me to tell you?
0: <laughs> like, I would say that it's it's a pretty thin plot for as busy of a movie as it is. I would say it feels... Okay,
1: do you know what this... There's the, no theme to the plot. The, well, sort of. I feel like there are definite there, – there are some definite themes of, like, anti-capitalism going on yeah. and bureaucracy and a general sort of fuck the rich thing, I think. It's suggested at times. Right. I think those things – not, I'm not saying that they're coherent or fully fleshed out or well executed, but they pop in and out. Like tiny bees flying around Mila Kunis, every now and then they come into the orbit and then other times they disappear. What this reminded me the most of in terms of overall sort of plotting and pacing is when we watched the animated Lord of the Rings movie, Mm -hmm. how it Mm -hmm. felt like it was an effort to condense like 600 pages of an original novel into a two hour movie. Right. Yeah. And so you sort of start to feel it also reminded me a little bit of like. The later Harry Potter movies, where they have like yes. six hundred page books, yes. they're trying to break down to me. So like every now and then, like a character will pop up with like someone else, and like if you know the book, you'd be like, oh, it's this person. Mm-hmm. And someone who doesn't will be like, but well, who's this person? Like, what are they doing here? like, oh, well, they're they're related to this guy. They're they're gonna marry this person. This is what their stake is on the whole plan here. But like you won't see any of that in the movie, so don't worry about it. Like, what does Android Bob have to do right. in this movie? It's like, well, he's just this guy who shows up one scene. Look, don't worry. About it. In the book, he has a whole subplot. He actually belongs to so and so, but that character got cut. So look, I'm sorry. We have time to deal with Except it. Except right what's now. the trick here is that there is no source material. Well there this is, is there it is. should be noted, a 600 page version of this script that the Wachowskis originally worked through. What is? what were they going to do with I that? don't know I really, so this is the thing, that's what I had heard.
0: pages? So this is that's what a, I don't that's know. That's like three movies? Right, so this
1: <laughs> is what I don't know I don't know if this was like just the first 200 pages mm-hmm. or if this is a whittled down version of a very very long script. I could be convinced of either. Mm. I guess I could
0: too, just because I think it, it kind of bears that it bears that feeling that you're talking about, where it seems it's almost like it's referencing a TV show or a book right. that fans are like flocking
1: to see this adaptation of. Right. And so, like when Al guy shows up, there's people in there just be like, "Oh my oh, god, Al guy. guy's here!" It's Al boy. Or,
0: because um, that is a really good point, because it's not like any of these. Most of these characters that show up are more of kind of like a visual experience than like a character experience, because yeah. they don't stick around long enough to really know. Who or what they are. Like Bob the Android's an interesting idea, and I actually think that actor does a really good job with uh his facial <laughs> expressions. Yeah. And I like that design where the wig is just sort of sitting awkwardly back on what's clearly a like Well there's a gap between the face. Right, right. right. There is like a, it In looks like you line. have like a
1: porcelain doll face. Yeah. And then there's a robot that you can kind of see underneath it, and then there's hair on top of that. And yeah. that hair just seems to be sitting on this like robot head. Yeah. I don't know, like the
2: face I, only extends to like uh the cheek,
0: and then right. there's like a gap where you can see the clockwork behind it. Right, right
1: he, like, sparks at
0: one point when he's getting frustrated. (laughs) I actually really liked that actor's performance, and I liked the way the character looked. But then, like, who is he? How does he fit into this general thing? What does it say that this uh, bureaucracy is trying to move her through? Um, I will say that also similar to an adaptation that feels like it's trying to just hit things that you need to for that story, this feels like we're just running from place to place to have moments, and then we're
1: moving on to the next thing. Or it's kind of like, we're moving from
0: place to place to homage a different sci-fi thing before we
1: move on to the next Yeah, Well, it's also, it's very episodic in nature, right? There are so many things that sort of come into play for one segment of the movie that never matter again. Like, when you're introduced to Kalik, like, they take her off, they drop her off at Kalik, she talks to Kalik, she gets some information from Kalik, and Kalik's like, well, see you later, go about (laughs) your merry way. And you think, like, oh, will Kalik come back at the end? Will we find out more about what her plan was, why she sent Jupiter away? Is she good? Is she bad? No, not really. I guess it's one of those things were like, well, in the sequel, is going to play a bigger role, of course. Like, Clique will matter more in the second movie, but of course, it doesn't do us much good for the first one. doesn't do us much good when you never get a second one, because this one costs so fucking much that we simply could not ever make bank on it.
2: Yeah. It's hard, I think, when you're doing it. I don't want to discourage original sci-fi and fantasy.
1: I don't either. Um, no. It's very rare. It's
2: pretty hard to do, I think, if you're doing, like, an epic scale thing, and you're not guaranteed that you're going to get multiple movies out of it, to just, like... Uh, establish a galaxy or a universe, like an inhabited, you know, civilized place, and not leave me with a lot of... I know, like, there are some stories where the questions don't matter, but I have a lot of questions about this movie. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) And I want answers. And I I don't understand who is in charge of the universe, or
1: who, like... Yeah, so I had, because I had written down, because you had mentioned when we were talking about this previously, do you have a lot of uncertainty on the government and the hierarchy in the universe? I know these
2: are like... Some people are going to look at me like, these are something... No, I think that these are
0: valid questions. No, I think they are, too. These are also things the movie deals with directly without giving us many details. Because, I mean, I think
1: that the thing is, the movie is very... The movie spends five, ten minutes on this Brazil planet, where they're yes. going through, like, it's comical of all the steps we have to go through to get Jupiter to have this tattoo that says she is entitled to inherit Earth. It's like, oh, you gotta get this form. No, you gotta get this form. No, we need this thing. Go see this guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We spend all this fucking time being like, bureaucracy isn't that fucking hilarious. <laughs> when instead, who are the Aegis? Like, what's their job? Yeah. They're like yeah. Space Interpol, I guess. But I guess they do have some sort of authority. Like, they can... They seem to,
2: yeah, cause the Abraxas, who are like the most entitled bitches on the, on the universe, or beholden to them.
1: Right. Because, yeah, Channing Tatum says, like, oh, they're going to do something to, um, to Douglas Booth. Yeah. So, I guess my question is also, like, are they both royalty and... I mean they must be This is the thing cuz like he, so they like call a her royal corporation. they call her a queen. So this is the thing. Like is it like the UK where they're just a figurehead? Right. I assumed they don't seem to have any actual government power. But what is she a queen or of? are they just like were they like a business interest
0: that just got so powerful they decided to make themselves royal? I guess and like who can stop you at this point? But and like I guess in that case they are really just sort of figureheads of their giant probably
1: nation-sized corporation. Right. I guess it's just also weird that no one calls Alem or Kalik prince or prince. Right. No. She's a queen. They call her a queen. Was the mom a queen? I
2: don't know. I guess. Like and again that was like what 90,000 years ago, so maybe they had a different system
1: of That's true. Yeah, that maybe now. the government toppled in the time yeah. that she was alive.
2: But like they there's a couple other things like they established that the on the and the square of her being a queen, there is the bigger rectangle of her and like Titus and and like well, all of them being League. entitled yeah. But, like, they never establish, like, what entitled really means, other than, like, you or rich. Yeah. And they they never talk about anyone
1: else, aside from... Right, that's people. something, like, what are they... So, like, they are the House of Abraxas, which yes. controls... I- Guess all of the youth goo, all of the rejuvenation goo yeah, in the galaxy, and that's their business, right? So there are other houses, which I guess are other corporations. Yeah. So yeah, this this feels yes. very like Dune, doesn't it? Yeah, I does. haven't yes, read Dune, but I know what Dune mm. is. In fact, as someone who <laughs> haven't read Dune, but I know how Dune makes me feel, I,
2: and Dune I, makes me feel I, like this. But in It's like, I know that Dune is all about, like, houses that
0: that control Spice. And 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 Spice is you in this. Dune, Dune, similarly, is also a cross between the noble houses are also these corporate entities. Right. Yeah. But... The power structure, I do want to be clear, is extremely clear and simple in Dune. Yeah. I feel like it, it would not have taken much to explain what the power structure is in this world, especially because the plot directly concerns that power structure. Yeah, all
2: you need to do is have, like, a rival government or a rival faction, and you don't need this weird... The Aegis really throws a wrench in it for me, i yeah. like what their place right is.
1: if it was just the house of abraxas i could be like okay these are it like yeah. this is it they're the government they're the rich people like they're everything yeah but the fact that the aegis shows up and has some level of control over what they do and they have listened to what the aegis says
0: yeah they're sort of i guess are they also sort of like the nova Corps, like from Guardians of the galaxy no. <laughs>
1: but the I nova core is the, yeah, the nova core is Aorus. confined to one planet yeah
2: i think oris is the nova Corps. i think i the, think
1: you're right yeah like, the aegis is like interpol i like we said yeah. it's yeah. interpol um does the galaxy at large know <laughs> that this goo is made of people? I don't know. Does, is the galaxy by and large okay with the fact that we're committing genocide on all these planets? Like, is the Aegis okay with the fact that the House of Abraxas is wiping out planets to create this goo? I have another
0: I have, a, follow, I have a follow-up question to that. Is their goo then just reduced any living beings? Because presumably they've taken out some non-human planets. I guess because well, the they goo. show
1: dragon one of the Dragon Boys Gets is like, up. yeah, right. gooed up. Yeah, so like, I guess you could make it out of anything. So it, Like, do people need to use people though? Is like, Dragon Boy s- goo only good for other Dragon Boys? Well, that's what I'm, I guess I don't want to get too granular Dragon with Boy it. Dragon
0: Boy Suede's alter rapio. But, <laughs> I, 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 like Dragon Boy goo. but I but I guess I'm just like, is all goo created the same? Or like, our Does bodies all create the same goo that I don't know, man. Other... I mean, DNA is pretty. <laughs> oh, and genetics are magic in this movie. Right. By the way, yeah, genetics yeah, look, are magic.
2: Well, well, I mean, the idea that you can be born with the same exact genes as someone else
1: means, yeah, that's kooky. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. It's kooky. Well, that is like the it, it's the source of an unending consternation for me. It's the space
0: version. It's a space opera version of a changeling fantasy where I am not really a lowly human. I am actually this other greater thing. I Usually guess. a royal. I by mean, the way. I feel like
1: there, there's going to be inevitable comparisons to this in Valerian. I think because. Mm-hmm they operate They operate in sort of a similar niche mm-hmm. in, in the sense of what these movies want to be. And I think that the one thing that Valerian does considerably better than this even though it doesn't do a whole lot with it is the <laughs> idea that Valerian has the ghost, like the spirit of this other alien in his body. So it's yeah. like he's not really this alien but she is inhabiting his body and she is able to sort of send him images and mm-hmm. like give him thoughts and stuff like that. Where this one it's just sort of like okay so she's not the mother but by some freak genetic lottery chance she has the exact same <laughs> DNA is the mother. How did this happen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a slot machine. You just like pulled in all of a sudden 777. Well, she's the mom I again. I mean, again,
2: if you had done more with her father who dies mysteriously, why do we fucking care about him? If It yeah. doesn't matter who he was. I don't know. Right.
1: I mean, when so, okay. So when I, you and I really didn't, Lee, you and I didn't really know a whole lot about this movie. But I mean, yeah. like the vague premises. Chris, mm-hmm. you would seen it before. Yep. I thought for sure that so the Dad only thing was I, an alien. Yes. Yes. Dad was hundred percent. Yeah, nailed. does that not mean like what's being set up? Too? Yes, Dad loves the stars. Dad's yeah. always looking yeah, at the he's a weirdo. Health. He's like Jupiter's a great planet. Sure, love the planet Jupiter, yes. which incidentally is where um Belém happens to have his secret hideout. So like, okay, <laughs> it's going to tie into that. No, it will not. Nope. It will not at all. The fact that he has a hideout on Jupiter has nothing to do with the fact that she is also named Jupiter. If he had just been an alien who was like you know he was the fourth brother or like mm-hmm. the fourth kid and he decided to abdicate because he was yeah. so opposed to what they were doing, so he just like. Like, went to earth to live among the people and he fell in love and he had a daughter and that daughter is now the uh, next in line for whatever it was that he would have owned. Like, yeah. it's just like, that's so simple. Th- that's so clean. It's so easy. You don't need to do this whole thing about how like by some freak chance, she is the mother, yeah. but she's not the mother. Right. And I'll
2: tell you what it was. He, is he, Maximilian was the actual eldest who didn't really want it. And Balam was like the runt who was right. actually like more cunning in business sense. And it just happened to fall to him when Maximilian... Yeah, he was here. next
1: in line. Yeah, yeah.
2: and like, and it makes so much more... Listen, it's so it's, easier. It's cleaner. Right. I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, Chowskis, but it's not that hard to come up with these kind of stories. No.
0: it's. I feel like I've said this about a movie recently, but I'm not recalling, but it just feels for as fussy as this movie is, the plot
1: is very dumb. No, I mean, it's the it's plotting weird. itself is incredibly simple. It's when you start looking at all the details that they throw into it is yeah. what makes it overly complicated. Like if you want to break this down to beats, it's very, it's very straightforward. Yeah. Like it's like she, an
2: inheritance thing. It's like she, yeah. has, she finds out that she's a thing. She needs to. You're
1: you know, a wizard, Harry. She right. needs to
2: go to a certain place and do a thing, a ritual, to like claim her birthright, mm-hmm. and everyone wants to stop her from getting there because right, they, they, they all
1: want the thing, thing that she has. Yeah, yeah. that's simple. a simple story, right? Right. <laughs> but
2: then you have internet police, internet police, <laughs> <laughs> uh, galaxy police, <laughs> yeah. and like.
1: Right, uh, and then the fact that she's genetically similar to mother, and the fact yeah. that you're like grinding down humans to make rejuvenating goo, which this family trades in, which we don't know what their relationship is and to the police or to the government <laughs> or to anyone else, and
2: then a lot of details <laughs> that don't really confuse you but are just absolutely stupid, like the bees, right, the like bees. bees recognizing royalty, bees of course, royalty. yeah, and all the animal people,
1: right, all the like by well not all of the aliens, but by and large, most of the aliens are just people with some vaguely animal attributes, so they're like just combination animals. right, Earth animals, right, so it's also just the did they eaters with wings, well, I mean, but they're like Dragon Boys, right, so that's yeah. fine, I'm fine with the. Dragon Dragon Boys, I'm fine with the Greys. Like, they're clearly alien creatures, right? But then you have, like, Goo Mbatha-Raw, who is apparently a deer lady, and you've got Rat Boy, Bolem's associate. Uh, with Mr. Mr. Knight. Chicanery, Chicanery Knight or something Knight. like that. Chicanery uh, Knight. Uh, so so uh, new. Anyway. So I kind you, of love it, and I'm going to play a DD character named Chicanery Knight. I mean, it is, Knight. it is. I think that is, like, a perfect name for this movie. Right? Like, <laughs> of course there is a character named Chicanery Knight, but anyway. They're, like, mostly human, but they have little bit of animal attributes. She's got deer ears, mm-hmm. and he looks like a little rat-faced rat boy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like So, did you go to Earth, see a rat, and was like, Huh, this is going to be me from now on. I'm going to get some of that genius splice And Did rats come from outer space? No, and th- they're related to these creatures. Well, I
2: think that all the splices were, um, as Lady Gaga says, born that way. <laughs> they don't, like, become that, right? They're born... I guess. But, like, why do you call them splices? Splicing because to me indicates... Because you splice them to make the... Like, in the movie Splice, they I didn't, think... like, take a, a human and make him look like an animal. They, like... Like oh, okay, read. so you're implying
1: that it was genetically done yes, prior. To, yes. Okay.
2: Okay. Then that it was like it, okay. It, and yeah. Then they were portalized. gestated. And yeah. 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 Right,
1: okay. I get you. I, I, that's not. I, I guess that's not so much like what my question. is. Like I. I get that. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. literally necessarily think that like Sean Bond grew up and was like boy bees are fun. Wouldn't yeah, it be fun we'll if I was a little bit of a, get bee? Like a compound icon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't be fun if my eyes were just a little bit differently shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow indicated as a bee. But it's just like again, like where are they drawing these influences from? Is what I mean, right? Like, so is there some overlord who saw a deer on Earth and is like, I want a race of deer people.
2: I think it has to have been that uh Earth was seeded and, and somehow like deer existed on other planets. That's I what mean, my thought is? They just put deer ancestors that then evolved into deers because everyone knows what a deer is, oh. because actually humans have been around for a longer time. I have a totally different a read
0: on that. Well, but but
1: here's but like humans What's can't have evolved. They? My right? read on it
0: is when they talked about when they seed planets, they say that they will splice things together between humans and native populations. I think all of the animal people we saw were spliced with animals they found when they first took Earth. Okay. So when they seeded it, they were like, and we're just going
1: to, we're going to get some household stuff in order. We're going to take a deer and a rat and... But so I, I guess for me, that would only make sense if you were splicing the population that you kept on that planet with a native species. Well, they said human. So they would have taken humans they had anyway, human DNA
0: they had anyway, and spliced it with native species they found. Well,
2: so my saying is that if they had human DNA, maybe they just had deer DNA already. Like maybe deers came. Maybe we don't... Nothing that we haven't something dear.
1: Well, like, what, like I'm assuming that, like, nothing originated on Earth. Yeah. There is a planet of vaguely deer-like creatures, and at some point, some alien was like, oh, vaguely deer-like creatures. That'd be fun. Yeah. In terms of why they decided to do this in the first place... I don't know. <laughs> no, I think the one, the only ones that come close to making sense are the idea the that I guess, right, the yeah. Channing Tatum has wolf DNA or dog yeah. DNA because he was bred that way to be a better soldier. Yeah, where yeah. it falls apart is where he says he's more dog DNA than
2: human. Oh, Clearly
1: <laughs> <entirely>
0: not.
2: <laughs> not. Yeah. So I think that yeah, like the if you're making a soldier, then yeah, put a lion in someone, right? Like, right. Wolf in him. Put a put something that likes to so hunt. Like
1: what the fuck is a deer person doing? Right. Exactly. Like, what, like de- what deer traits are helping you? I guess so. <laughs> I guess it would just be aesthetics, right? Because we know that the right. Abraxas is right. prize visual aesthetics yeah. above everything, oh above plot, logic, anything. Well, so I can see the idea as to why he, like, someone in that family, might see a deer and be like, "Oh, we want all of our sexy lady assistants yeah. to have the graceful yes. looks of a deer." And Which or- I think would also come into play more if she looked more like a deer oh, yeah. and not just a woman with weird ears. And then, and then
0: that? they like, and then they braided her right. hair for this, like, way like, or- right. I
1: think to give her more of a heart uh, No, face. I think that's definitely yeah. what they're trying to do. And then, like, Lee, you were. Because you thought I she thought had horns. Was a rat. Well, it right. looks like she has horns. Right, because her hair is like braided and pulled back in a way to look like horns. And rat then, like, horns. it's like ribbed in wraps with something yeah. like right. a cord or. It looked like she had horns that had gold, like, banding yeah. on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, again, if you're a deer, why do you have horns? Deers have antlers. So, like, go know. for an antler look if that's what and you again, want.
2: And again, she should have just had, like, like at least put hooves on a person.
0: Right. Yes! If they are <laughs> going to go there, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. A little bit of fur. Like, I'm not trying, I mean, with willow she is colored that her her coloring is mostly comes from only 2% of her genetic of her yeah. DNA so i am okay with the fact that maybe these people are only going to show so much of that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I do think it's bananas if we're supposed to believe all of these people are more animal than person. I just don't fucking believe it.
1: Yeah. Well, then you get some weird shit too because on the bureaucracy planet, there is someone who looks like they have a snake tail coming out yes. of their head in the background. Mm. It just looks like there's a boa constrictor wrapped around their head a little bit. Do you know what I think part of the issue was too? And I, I this was an aesthetic
0: thing that I, I, I understood I think that this movie wanted to put in a lot of different inspiration and uh general sci-fi aesthetics right so like some of it is a little more kind of like ray gun and chrome looking some of it's more brazil some of it's more dune some of it's more stargate i well just for me i understand wanting to show that like space is going to have all these different cultures and looks sure but it, none of it feels pulled together nothing feels like it exists in the same space or universe, really. And then you just have really silly things that distract you that I kind of feel like, I mean, it gave me joy, but like, are we supposed to find those gun bots so funny?
1: Just with their little stubby gun arms? Yeah. yeah.
0: Where they just and they're it. I, I realize I just did a visual thing on a podcast, but uh, listener, if you were to pull your arms back to your elbows, kind of like,
1: to your chest I was going to say More imagine that you had Nothing below the elbow yeah. And that your elbow ended in a gun And that's all you had Going <laughs> yeah, on You yeah, a lot of Finesse in aiming Right them. exactly So like you don't You don't have a whole lot Else to do Except you can kind of Point your stubs And yeah. direct lasers that way There's a reason why We usually like marksmen To have hands yeah. Is my understanding So that you can aim Better perhaps And right. have a little bit More control But again I'm not an abrasics I don't know what they prize It's okay Um, I also think that Thematically If they wanted
0: to uh, really make a point about like class and status and capitalism and i mean i love that as an idea it does not come through very strongly
1: i Um, mean i I think i would argue it comes through i would just argue that nothing's done with it at the end of the day so like at the end of the movie you end with jupiter deciding to go back to earth and continue to be a cleaning lady (laughs) fine i guess in she doesn't paper, have to, look. Okay, if if that is what sparks joy for you, if that like gives you self actualization, yeah. be a clean person, then like fucking great. That's wonderful. Be a cleaning person. But but the thing what is, will she do beyond this? What will happen to her family? What else does she have going on now that she is in charge of the earth?
2: I don't know. But my thing is, she doesn't enjoy being a cleaner. Right. Person. No, like, she hated her life. Right. Like I don't understand why.
1: At you, the end, you, she's you, like
2: you can like your family and not like the fact that you and your family were cleaning people. Right. right. Or that
1: you all sleep in one basement. Yeah. Well, also, um, a. It,
0: her adventures have not shown her or put her through an emotional journey or transformation. Right? I mean, look, like the that deposits her back with any
1: kind of changed attitude. Yeah, I mean, like, the biggest issue, I think, with this movie, by and large, even more than, like, the shitty plotting mechanics, is that Jupiter is just not a good protagonist. No. Is that, like, I get... I've read so much of the Wachowskis talking about, like, what they wanted to try and do, and they talk about Wizard of Oz being an influence, and the idea that, like, Dorothy is sort of a passive protagonist character, but, like, difference one, Dorothy is, like, eight. She's a child. Right. So, like, there's a little bit of an allowance there that you don't expect a child to be, like, some ass-kicking heroine. She's a kid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. And even Dorothy still, like, does some things, right? Like, she still kind of moves the plot along. She has desires. You know from the get-go what she wants. She shows up on Oz, and she's like, I want to get back home. And they're like, this well, is what you got to do. Do these things. And she's even like, when Great, she blunders into her. something, she's still doing something right. in the story. But with Jupiter, it's like, what do you really want at the end of the day? Like, do you want to go back to your cartoonish family? Do you want to be I mean, a princess of space?
2: I She I, definitely, okay, like, she, we know, like, functionally, she wants to protect the Earth from being harvested, <laughs> Right. That's a great place to start. Yep. She likes her family mm-hmm. enough to not want them to die. Mm-hmm. So she wants to be with her family. Anything anything else beyond that, it doesn't make any sense that she decides to go back right. to the same existence, but she has the power
0: to make it better for her family. Yeah, I mean I guess like especially if she cares so much about her family, yeah. you would think that would be top of mind. Like I not even kind of, not even like, oh I'm gonna make us rich, but just like we're gonna be fine. Yeah. I could
1: kind of swallow the idea if there was a journey for her coming to, to that conclusion with her family. Like if maybe she did not get on mm-hmm. well with her family in the beginning, like maybe she sort of resented of the fact that like she they went to america and her mom was a mathematician at at like a university and now they're just cleaning toilets for a living all day and so like she kind of hates them and she kind of resents the fact that this is their lot in life and then like throughout this she goes on a journey that allows her to appreciate her family maybe she goes into space and see these fucking lunatics of a family and is like boy i'm glad my family's not like fucking nuts like these people yeah i think i appreciate them more comes back to earth a different person She doesn't. She doesn't. I would even say, like,
0: I would love for her family to have been a larger part of the plot, really, because I think that would have at least informed
1: this motivation a lot better. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you could also do a version of this where she doesn't have a family, because then you get the idea where she goes to space, and it's like, this is your family now. Right. We're, we're your crazy space family. And then it would make more sense for her to be like, I'm 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 no one. Because then she wouldn't have really any,
0: like, roots she's put and she down. And she'd be like, I'm Jupiter Skywalker. Right.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, but oh. what I was thinking is just also the <laughs> idea that, like, she goes to space, and maybe that's why she's so easily sort of seduced by this family. Right. right. That's why, like, Kalik can sort of be, be nice to her, and Jupiter's like, wow, a family member, and they're nice to me. This is all I've ever <laughs> (laughs) wanted, so maybe that's why she goes along with Kalik, and then um, Titus shows up, and like, oh, he's charming and sweet, like, maybe I should listen to him and go along with his plan,
0: but, like, not really. Let's use this to jump into Jupiter as a character, actually, because I think for, like you were saying, for a grown woman, she does have the passivity of a small child, and she doesn't ask, I think, even, like, question one with most of these people. So, like, with Kalik, she has no critical questions for her at all. She's just taken it all, just... Yeah, she just, she reacts to whatever
1: Kalik says, but never, like, de Oh, it's whatever use, everyone she says, I get it. It's right, bad. like she. Yeah, right, right, right. She just never say like, like. But so, where's the what where's the stuff coming from? What is Silent Green? Right, right exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is it yeah. made of again? Like, well, and I would also be like, so, what does this have to do
0: with Earth? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, why does everyone want Earth now? Exactly. Yeah, Like, yeah. What, what, what are you guys on about?
2: I, I just, just the thing with the whole. This is maybe a bit backwards, but I just not good other point to jump in. But um, the whole the arc right is that I I think. What they were trying to do is they start with a cleaning lady who she cleans rich people's houses and she looks at their dresses and is like, oh, why not me? I want to be a rich person right. that is entitled and gets to do things. Mm-hmm. Then she finds out she can be a rich person, but then she finds out that the cost of that... Right, that you are you are rich because you are uh, exploiting, like grinding other people into the ground, grinding basically, yeah. into the ground. That is what they were trying to get out. With She decides to go back and live
1: as a fucking poor leading right.
2: lady, but it doesn't, still doesn't. The narrative doesn't track. Like you know, and I live. feel like
1: there is, there is, you could be a little bit above where yes. you were. You know, like you can, I'm not saying you have to buy like a can, fucking like penthouse loft. Well, I guess this is sort of a bit before. Just get them a house. I'm <laughs> saying you could have a house where everyone has their own bedroom. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it's it's a bit before the other the sort of
2: like newer. Concept. I'm sure it was still kicking around back then, but the whole newer concept of like you know, eat the rich. You can yeah. just, that could be your thing. Yeah. You're gonna, like take down these big things. Right. And spread that wealth around so that everyone can like be on a more equal footing. But that's not where we go.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well and honestly, like the the themes of class difference and of seeing like what is sacrificed once you reach that level of like power and wealth. Yeah. That doesn't really play into the end. It doesn't play into the resolution. Do we have any ideas if this is what the Butchowskis were going
2: for? If they, if they, this had done really well Mm -hmm. and they had the money and attention to do more, would it have become the arc of, of her? trying to re- regain all the control over the
1: Abraxas shit. I have to assume. Put it to a halt. Because the Wachowskis have always kind of dealt with the idea of capitalism and bureaucracy yeah. and all uh-huh. their other movies and like well, rich it's, people. It's kind of similar to the Matrix
2: in the sense of like humans are being harvested. Yes, basically, yeah. right, right, Without right. their
1: knowledge. Yeah, right. Like right.
2: Liberation. like
1: Yeah. So I mean I have to imagine that it's in a sequel like maybe the sequel is like you take on Kalik and the third one is you take on Titus yeah. and that's where we go from there. But um, you know when, when you don't get those sequels you're Sort of left with them just dangling. Mm-hmm. Talking about Jupiter, you, you just talking about Jupiter. I mean, yeah. there's nothing there. It's just, it's there's, there's nothing to this character. Is, that's a problem, and no. it's a
0: bummer because it's not like me. I don't think Mila Kunis is like. I think she is so much better than what we saw in this movie. I mean, she's been
1: good in things. She's, I don't know if I want to say she's a good actor, but she's been good in. She's things. at least
0: capable of being charming.
1: Yeah, and it's again I liked her in we liked her in
0: um, the movie with
1: Justin Timberlake.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Um No Strings, strings attached with Benefits. Right, it's the one with Natalie Portman no. no, strings true. True. I hate that one. Yeah,
1: no strings attached, that's right. No she, that's true. She is good in that. I mean Black Swan, obviously. But oh like, so yeah, good. Like, but I I don't know. Here it's just that I like, I guess it's just the fact that her character has nothing happening, that she just doesn't know what to do with it.
0: I swear right she's so passive, like uh, she really just gets into a tight spot with one of the Abraxases, and then Channing Tatum swoops in and saves her. He does that a lot
1: in this a movie, a lot. And I get also again going back to this whole Wizard of Oz thing. The Wachowskis were talking about. Wouldn't it be nice to have a female lead of a sci-fi movie who does not have to fight people to get what she wants? And that's fine. That's good. But other people that are just crazy. fighting. But them like the sad. point is that <laughs> she doesn't really do anything on her own at all. The point is she yeah. just sort of stands there, and other characters will swoop in and either tell her what she needs to know or save her. And so it's just like you have a character who not only is you know not being sort of, like, strong and kick-ass, but she's not being anything at all. Mm -hmm. This is the problem And using
0: no skills of her own to show us... Right, like, what are her skills? Right. Cleaning toilets. Or to even show us in the course of the movie... What is the value and the skills or whatever that she realizes in herself to find this confidence? Because that's why I believe by the end of the movie, we're meant to believe that her knowing that she's royal does give her this confidence or feeling that she's somehow better than she was before. And I think that's messed up. Because I think the movie should be saying she's found something in herself. Because royalty, to me, that's a social construct. That's not something you, like, know that you are no matter
1: what. I get I mean, in this movie, it's clearly a genetic thing because the bees can smell it.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Like they're mythical. yeah, it's, or something.
1: Yeah, it's like an accordion.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, cane wise. Yeah,
1: trying potato also nothing. as cane wise.
0: Also, nothing. Which Slightly <laughs> more in terms of like. He has, like, a lot of prosthetics happening all over. Well,
2: yeah, his yeah but that's just, like, makeup. Yeah. Like, that's what we can talk about. We can talk about what he looks like. <laughs> right, he's you know, his queenie
0: no ears, his albino you know skin, his bloody face. for making Channing Tatum look unattractive. He really doesn't really look good in this movie. Attractive.
1: I think he's good look. I, he's I find him attractive more in his, in his comedic roles. Like, yes. I find him attractive in 21 Jump Street because his character is, like, this lovable doofus.
0: Do you know what's a bummer is that the, I mean, Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, I think, are actually two actors who benefit when they are allowed to be at least somewhat funny in their roles. Mm. Because I they typically find a lot of warmth and humanity in humor. But I think this movie that takes itself so seriously has them both delivering their lines always so seriously. And in like a very serious like murmur yeah. whisper like this. And I don't like that look for either of them. It's very boring for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I don't really know. I, I couldn't
2: really tell you what they were trying to do with this character. They He's Definitely like, oh, he's the runt and he's a lone wolf. He had to be tougher than everyone else to survive. And then there's this weird arc of him blanking out and attacking and entitled, and they never get into the details of it. And mm-hmm. he just says, "I don't remember what happened." And they just said it was part of my genetics. And that's a weird thing throughout there. That does feel right. like, right. Right. like Or like men. you find
1: out that like someone did this to him genetically. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And, like exactly.
2: there's some sort of encoding in him that like is like a, a program or something, right. or like. But it feels weird as a
0: thing to just throw out in a movie and, and never explain. Yeah, was that meant to like suggest or introduce like a sliver of doubt or tension with him? Of like, oh no, he could snap at her at any time i don't know
1: I, I mean like it could be but again the movie never really plays into that no. the most it does is when um titus says to her something like oh you knew about his like tragic backstory and you still trust <laughs> him that's right
2: <laughs> there's this one angle there's one part two where her first like uh approach to him is like well i always fall for the wrong people which is yeah. a weird thing to say because <laughs> she has no reason to think that he is the wrong person he's yeah. like this like basically like you know a hunk of a dude that like came in and re- saved her life right. five times the next, and protecting <laughs> her has
1: been like deference to her the <laughs> yeah. entire time
2: steadfastly like yeah. what about he is not like the kid on the wrong side of the tracks yeah. like he is your savior yeah. so I don't know why you're coming like why well, you come to him with this angle of like well you must be like a tough
0: guy or- I also just I don't understand why the movie like, I was perfectly willing to be like, fine, he's a dog guy, and he's her romantic interest. That's as far as we need to go. Yeah. Why does this movie want us to think about how much dog he is or isn't, and what that means for their relationship?
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know, but I...
0: I love dogs! I've always loved dogs. And she just delivers like that. that line.
2: But, like, that's... <laughs> there have been movies where the... The, the gap in genetics has been vastly more different than that in right. of
1: interest. That's I know, no and I think that's fine too. I mean if you look at yeah. something like Guardians of the Galaxy again because like, it's probably going to come back to this a lot where like Star Lord is like mostly human but not yeah. quite and Gamora is like a green alien we don't thing. Know, yeah. But it, it's, it's like it's fine. Alien. You know like whatever. Like you don't have to be like oh we could never fall in love because I'm a little We kind of get
2: that like you probably have some corresponding parts. Or that right. And, like
1: at a certain point yes, you might need some sort of converter in order to uh
0: yeah. in Jupiter Ascending where we do sort of have this Fanficy feeling going on, so that I, in my mind, I would think you would want things to be relatively smooth mm. and fluffy, not heavy, not getting tied up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, why would you then want to say the guy who does look like a human is more dog, and you're in I'm, love with him, and we're now going to commit dialogue? Chris, to this it. is where you make the classic mistake because.
2: <laughs> All people want to do in fanfiction is talk about weird sex <laughs> yeah. you know? and what would it be like to have sex with so, a dog boy who's like well, more. I toxic mean, so here's the thing. I, so
1: does this okay? That just
2: makes it so much less accessible. <laughs> and this isn't a fanfiction. But it's a movie it's those clearly. In like people want to fuck werewolves all the time. Yeah. that's a clue. Queen is basically
0: like a werewolf. He's Jacob. Wait, but I would suggest the the reason why that works is because there is not slowed down okay. discussion. No, there is a whole that, that would work
2: subsection of fanfiction about alpha beta omega. Oh yeah, Omegaverse, Yes, where it's like everyone has like wolf, and you and the the, the fucking is like when wolves fuck and they can't stop until Not they in. ejaculate.
1: So, okay. (laughs)
2: We're going to talk about this. Sorry.
1: Can (sighs) we? Is part of the issue, I think, that he is specifically a dog and not just an alien. Yes. And therefore, if you're talking about having sex with him, you cannot help but associate bestiality with it. Because we would associate having sex with a dog as bestiality.
0: Because it's not just that he has... Uh, dog traits that you can see with the eye, it's because they even tell you he is part dog and that is a terrestrial creature. Like, we're in the room. <laughs> like- <laughs> so I guess I'm just like, of I guess in my mind, if I'm a writer and I would want to put that out there, okay. I would want to take the path that would turn people off to this the
1: least so that, that it can remain accessible. I feel like it would be one thing to just say, like, <laughs> I'm an alien and not be like, it's weird that I'm an alien and we can't have sex. Like <laughs> just- it would be just fine if he was just an alien and we just sort of approach it from the same casual perspective. You approach two characters who might have sex in any other work of fiction. Exactly. It's weird when it's a dog. I
2: don't know. It's on. I don't. I, I know where they're coming from. I agree that the writing is bad, and I'm not going to stand here and argue that the line isn't isn't bad, but. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think that line even as bad as it is evokes bestiality to me because it's clearly like still a sentient creature with yeah. a mind
1: so well, I, I mean, think, I, and it's clearly a human so yeah. it's not bestiality I, I think what it's I think it's more supposed to be that Channing Tatum feels sad for himself and therefore is like well, I, I could never have sex know, with you I know but that's
2: but that makes sense to
1: me because no, he, it he is a
2: splice and he probably is viewed as a second class citizen right. because of his animal
1: genes or whatever but that just makes me think again does that mean it would be okay if he had sex with a dog <laughs>
0: Insane. I'm just are, saying, are, I'm not going there. <laughs> these are doors. These are doors that this movie we not if, it, have if, if it has its head Again, on I right, does not want to get anywhere near opening. Yeah. I think it's more to do with consent than the matter of genes. Like
2: I think it's I, that I dogs agree with are dogs you. and yes. they can't vocalize their needs. I agree. And yes. So like, I'm not going to get any further than that. <laughs> Who can, earn,
0: who can fuck who? If I can, I'm just going to be bold and say I think past these two characters, we can kind of lightning round it because no one is really anyone. All right, so Kalik, Balam, and Titus are all just like sinister, wrapped oh. in charm. They're,
2: yes. all just, yes. are, they're all just yes. They're
0: all just They're like, all um, stand-ins. They're all these kind of what are they like? Um, like toga and crystal spire type space people yeah. where they're just they're noble, they're rich, they're glamorous, they're fabulous, they're weird, yeah. they're, they're sexual. Al- they all have their personal aesthetics. The really only stand out. The only standout is Balaam.
2: Just because of how he... Just how at 11 he is at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... How much acting.
0: I was going to say, like, they should have... Um, all that whisper direction they were giving to uh, Mila Kunis and uh, Charming Potato, I was like, no, 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 no. There's only one dramatic
1: whisper in this
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. And it is Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, I swear to God. They should have taken his Oscar away from the theory of everything and given it to him for that. <laughs> He does the yeah. most acting in this he, movie. Yeah. He goes from
0: all the way like he, like you guys were calling it it's like the Voldemort yeah so, I would say yeah. those
2: from all the way. Those are there are only two levels. Right.
0: I think it's negative eleven <laughs> and eleven. <laughs> and because <laughs> I think I think when he's talking like this, it's equally ridiculous yeah. as when he's talking like this. Yeah. Like it's so fucking bananas. Also, yeah. I just want to point out a
2: micro bit in the movie where they first come in and interrupt his his like eleventh hour conversation with the goodness to be like, Sir, the gravel is breached, and he just looks around with his like furious look and he's like, then fix it. And I'm like, I don't think <laughs> they need you to tell them. That. <laughs> I think they're probably <clears throat> on it. You've probably tried that one already. Yeah, I think there's probably another reason why they're coming to tell you that <laughs> the gravel is breached. Um,
1: uh, um, his costumes are so good. Every single yeah. one, so of so we got Eddie like Malad is
2: like uh, Stargate Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Titus Definitely. is. They describe it as cathedral slash Playboy Mansion in the script
0: mm-hmm. in the, the production design. It. Yeah, yeah. He keeps a lot of sexy dragonfly and bird it's, women it's around. A lot of
2: vaulted roofs and chandeliers. <laughs> yeah, thing, yes, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my god, it was pretty funny. And maybe it was intended what? to be funny, but I did love those chandeliers. It's in a, the hangar. It's yeah. a
2: massive hangar with like shit ton of illumination for all right, and right. Pointless aesthetic. Chandelier. <laughs> I mean, that's the
1: thing too. Also, so like think about like how big this hangar is, right? Like how like how many hundreds of feet high yeah. is from the, the ground to the ceiling? And not there are like the ground right? And I'm also thinking like they're relatively normal sized chandeliers. So if you want to think if you had a proportionally larger chandelier? Yeah, there's
2: just like hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah. It's like well,
0: a n- numerous amounts of them. Whether or not it was intended to be this way, God only knows, right? But I I do sort of appreciate it from this angle of, like, a version of the Abraxases done better in my head would be, like, They are just these ridiculous people who are putting ornate chandeliers in their giant space
1: Right, and I mean, that's like the outside of a spaceship has like statues on it. It's just sort of like rich people who have more money than sense, right? Right. Like they don't have like a sense of what actually is decorative or what looks good. (laughs) They're just sort of like, oh, more gold? Yeah, that's it. Well, Calique
0: is running around. Calique is Claudriel's Greek out Right, exactly. (laughs) Or in, there was also a little bit of, I felt like, um, Padme from Attack of the Clones, because she had a lot of like off-the-shoulder flowy gowns and, like, hair pieces. Yeah, it was a lot of
1: marble. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it is very Naboo-y.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, Kalik is, like, basically a non-character. I mean, so is Titus, to be honest. The most you get from Titus is that, like, he thinks it would be okay to marry his mom's genetic (laughs) doppelganger. Which, again, should we spend some time, like... What? I'm not saying should we spend some time, but, like, should you, the scriptwriter, spend some time discussing, like, how that makes you feel? Right.
2: Again, he doesn't want to
1: actually fuck with no, him. No, I, I know. I know. I get it. Because he, yeah. say, he says, like, explicitly, like, no, no, this is a business Wait, transaction. Does he doesn't
2: something out of business. It's, right. it's like he's going to marry her it's, get the stuff and then kill her. I think right, but actually,
0: I'm just saying, like, in
1: terms of, like, what Jupiter yeah.
0: thinks this must be. Yeah. I think we're also, what, supposed to believe that, similar to vampires they've lived so long at this point, they probably would not think it's that weird if they were to have married their mother. You know? Like... If they are, if we are going for this whole like, the rich and the royalty are like fucking out of their minds with privilege. I feel like that's a natural place to take it. I mean, the Habsburgs well, did it. Yeah, in real I was life. gonna say, like, if you want to get into like
1: the idea of royal incest, like that's it's something you could explore. It's probably a mixture of like Dorian Gray, where
2: you've tried fucking everything at this point. Yeah, you yes. just yes. get might as well fuck your mom. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, and like you've been alive for so long that like nothing can. You just have no emotion anymore. <laughs> yeah, which is, I guess, is why he's having the orgy
0: with like thirty different yes. alien women in the beginning. Exactly. I don't think there's really anyone else this we need to talking. describe. I mean, mom and dad are barely in the movie. Her again, her Russian clump family. <laughs> yeah, sort of chumps. With, like, yeah. a cousin who is, like, an active villain yeah, in her life. I, the cousin thinks... <laughs> the just,
2: like, a sleazeball. Right. Like, meant to... I think meant to be a charming sleaze ball. I like, think that he's supposed he's to be, like, on. a funny
1: sleaze ball, yeah. right? And so, like, the thing that... I, I had said this when we were watching it, but the fact that, like, he is the one who arranges for her to sell her eggs so that he can get $1,000 and she gets $5,000 in exchange for selling her eggs, which just makes her seem like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. She asks him, like, why are you getting $10,000 and I'm getting $5,000? He's like, oh, 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 like, that's capitalism for mm-hmm. you. That makes her a fucking dummy, right? That doesn't then, actually, in that moment, you should be like, "Well, you're then you're not getting my eggs." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's
0: not like he has the—he doesn't have the upper hand on you in this. He, she literally does not yeah. ha- need him she, to right. sell her eggs. He has
2: <laughs> no power over her to make her sell her
0: eggs. Right. It's not like he has a connection, like some underground. Are we to believe then she just loves her family so much that she's like, fine. I don't like, know. Oh.
2: She just wanted the fucking
0: uh, telescope. Yeah. She's just
2: like too stupid and like innocent naive. Yeah. I'm, which <laughs> are like bargains, right? Even though later on she shows a remarkable ability to brush up on galactic
1: locks Oh, I know right. that you one mean, character like, trait that never comes back never. in any way. Shows
2: up out of nowhere and brushes right. up again. Which
1: is like, again, like, wouldn't it make more sense if that was how she like got Belem to like not harvest this. the earth? If she like instantly was like, ah, oh, there's a snag in the system. Exactly. And this it, would, would I, wouldn't it be
2: great if we had seen her use that on Earth before introducing it in space? Yeah. yeah. Whatever.
1: Yep. I feel like it also might be good if, I don't know, maybe you had a scene with her and her family enjoying each other. I feel like I'm I kind know, of... I Yes! Her family just seems like this collection of, like, stereotypes. Like, awful people. They do seem like awful people. people except so except her, her mom. So, her mom seems okay. Her mom seems, I like, see her mom it's seems okay. seems still so bitter in world wear. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't, yeah, see, be you don't see her and her mom interact in a meaningful way, really. True. Like, Trim. you get that I'm sure she loves her mother, but, like, you don't see it in the movie. Which is
0: a real mistake if we're really gonna hinge this all on, I just want to go back home to my family. Yeah. And for her mom starting in, like, a place of academia, she seems to have devolved into this, like, grunting woman. Really grunting, yeah,
2: cleaning woman who, yeah. like, has no, like, regard for anything. Right, for no her. aspirations yeah. to
1: ever, like, yeah, get back into that world. Yeah. And, like, again, I, I think it's probably supposed to be, like, satirical or, like, saying something on the fact that, like, ah, this woman, she was a mathematics professor in Russia, and now we make her clean our toilets. Right. Like, isn't that ironic? But...
0: That- there's also just too much going on in the movie to let that fact
1: breathe and really bloom. There's no yeah. way you couldn't have like, I don't know, tutored some right, <laughs> kid Right. You like, yeah, you could literally just, just be a tutor for these children instead of like cleaning their toilets. Yeah. But There's
0: even people in New York who would have paid or Chicago. Chicago. That would have paid her shitloads of money just to teach people Russian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or wherever they were from. And
1: also like Jupiter must have gone to high school. So she like went to high school, like graduated her mom's like, all right, into the toilet business right. with you.
0: Like yeah. what did Let's-
1: she want to do? Maybe Jupiter wasn't that bright. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we don't really say Jupiter being is, that bright. Yes, to
2: be
0: fair,
1: probably not. <laughs> um, do we have anything else we want to say before we move on to fixes? Uh... No. This is a movie that takes place in space and takes place in Chicago, and almost every crowd scene has no one in it, which is just weird to me. The most you really ever see people are during the wedding and during that scene on the bureaucracy planet. Mm -hmm. It's It's an an empty universe. There's a fight scene in Chicago that's happening, I guess, admittedly, to be fair, probably in the very early morning. Like, let's say 5 o'clock or so, because the sun comes up toward the end of it. Fine, whatever. Maybe there's not a lot of people out in Chicago at 5 o'clock in the morning. I think there probably would be. It's a very large city. I digress. (laughs) Anyway, they destroy a big chunk of Chicago Channing Tatum is like, they're going to rebuild it. People will have their memories wiped. No one will remember this is a thing. We've already established, however, that you can record things and the aliens don't know to check your phone for pictures or videos. You'd
2: think that they should have done that, too. Yeah! Really. Like, <laughs> there's no way that they don't in this universe. Right, and
1: that's something like, you don't even need to include that scene of Mila Kunis taking a picture of those greys. You could have just, like, seen them. They noticed her, wiped her memory, and, like, that's it. It's I don't think it matters that she suddenly sees it again on her phone before she's going to get her eggs harvested. I was going to say, it's so crazy
0: to me when She looks at that picture in the clinic, and her reaction is literally just like, "I don't remember." Yeah, yeah. when did I do that? When were the gray aliens? Not like, "Holy shit!" There's semi invisible gray aliens carrying my like underwear (laughs) underwear clad. (laughs) friendbots. <laughs> Was
1: there anything you want to say about visuals real quick before we dip into don't, the Well, alright. I don't just like a lot quick. of them,
2: but yeah. I, I think I might be divided here, but I, first of all, I hate the way most of the people look. The design of, like, the aliens and just the sort of, like, yes. I guess, style.
1: By like, a large degree. Yes.
2: The hunters I hate, they're all just, like, sort of, the... like, 90s
0: ravers. Yes, yeah. I hate their looks. Uh,
2: Owl slash raven boy, uh, like, pink hair lady, and, like, the guy with, like, an eye, mecha eye patch. Mm-hmm. The a- elephant, bo- oh, boy, looks dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. and only.
0: Only does like yeah.
2: woo! some. Of the, the, the animal people are either way too much or not,
0: or way too animal. little.
1: Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no in between.
2: Um, and I don't like a lot of the spaceship designs because I don't like the floating bits. <laughs> I just don't understand why, like how that works and like what the purpose of them is. Why are they there, but like not separate to the sh- like they're connected to the ship. Well, it just it gives you, more again, more questions than answers.
0: Did the Aegis
1: ship have floating bits? I really don't know. I really don't think that. so. I think that was in a Abraxas style. Because that's what I was going to say. Because if yeah. it is exclusively Abraxas, I can kind of see it, again, as being, like... Ornamental. Or right, ornamental. Yeah. Like, these people don't have really a concern for how, like, aerodynamic or practical yeah. the ship well, is. They just want something that looks cool.
2: I can't really get a good look at those, like, whatever sort of fighter that they seem to... The Warhammers or whatever they no, are? No, the Warhammers are the little caltrops. Okay. Right, the the ship that, oh, like, oh, the rays oh, are oh, using oh, and then, oh, then later oh. on Kane is using one. Oh they, yeah. They have like almost butterfly looking wings. Do, yeah. But I I don't I can't really figure out if those are disconnected or if there's a sort of thin membrane. I, I think there's there a like, thin membrane. I think there's like a weird Might thin be. membrane that sort of like makes so it's like almost like scales yes. and have like a uh, like a wire or interlace factor between okay. them which I can't tell. It's there there are right. I still if there's floating bits uh, I'm off.
0: There was not a single liquid in any cup in this movie, and it drove me crazy. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of empty cup drinking.
0: Um, I
1: loved the spacesuits that sort of irregular yeah. I do, I looking I appreciated
2: the bronze size, like, and gold scaling yeah, and yeah they got little
1: like uh, geometrical patterns on them yeah. that and the way it's like a little like parachute
2: thing that just like around you yeah. with a button
0: the Abraxas styling sibling to sibling obviously mileage may vary but I actually kind of like Kalik's vibes and I liked in
1: general Balem's whole kind of Egyptian space Stargate I, I like that the Abraxas siblings all have their own sort of look Titus is kind of more like Space Prince boy mm-hmm. and Kalik is a little bit more like flouncy and fairy princess right. and kind of and again titus like or not titus um balan, balan like you said is more sort of like space egyptian so like i like that you can kind of get a read for their characters a little bit although i mean do you get a read for Kalik and titus no. i don't really know but um I, I like the fact that they're at least visually distinct and they have like they look like you know they each went to their own separate tailor here is something
0: world. i wish they had taken a little further mm-hmm. i think they really should have taken these strong visuals and visual languages. And made them a lot clearer so that we could tell in any given moment who was on what side. Because we don't get that a lot. We know who the hunters are because they dress like 90s ravers. We know who the aegis are because they all wear the same uniform. But I don't know really past that who belongs to who. And I got really confused a lot of times. I was like, do the flying lizards belong to all the your Braxicses? Dude. Yeah, if it had like colors or uniforms, um, or uniforms or something, yeah, that would help. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Admittedly, yes. Um, because on the one hand, well, I liked that this movie wanted to give us a lot of different looks and. I guess to suggest a very diverse space area. It just confuses you more. It was just confuses yeah. you more. And I wasn't, I had so much to look at, I couldn't really take any of it in meaningfully.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, look at Guardians of the Galaxy where there's like very clear delineations of how cultures and races look. So yeah. you understand when you see a person like, oh, they're from the Novacore, Right.
1: Like- right. Or I mean, even Valerian again. Yes.
2: Valerian had
0: distinct. Looks. I also yeah. think both
2: um, Guardians well, the of the Galaxy... and one-on-one on how to set up a complex universe... Uh, in like two minutes Right And I mean yeah. the
1: other thing That Valerian does well Is there are people In this universe yeah. Which uh, don't seem to be In the verse yeah. in here well, That
2: whole intro Of like the spaceship Coming together Fabulous. with All these different yeah. like, Races making adding, adding
1: on Sets you You instantly understand the Right world And the cities. initial tour Of the city of a thousand yeah. planets Too where you're like They oh, break down zones zones in, in right, yeah. right, right 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 Easy
0: yeah. It's so easy So simple yeah. You get it And you keep it in your head And it's really easy
1: To hold on to I think the weird thing Here too also And like this is just A strange thing That I sort of hit upon is like when, when you have a scene where like they, they show up at Bureaucracy Planet and they're like pulling in and you like get those shots of the ship there and they're like oh what a fucking shithole this planet is like good luck here and you immediately cut to them in line mm-hmm. where it's like I feel like in a Star Wars movie it's like they land they walk outside the ship you see the planet you mm-hmm. see aliens standing outside there they walk to the thing here it's just sort of like you know like if you see the movie fucking going to the Death Star and all of a sudden like they're in the Death Star <laughs> like well here well, we are yeah. in do the mean, Death Star do you mean like when the, the
0: Aegis ship pulls up behind a floating Channing, Channing Tatum out in space right. and then we cut
1: to he's on the and bed inside. inside yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Just, I think that was meant to be from his
1: perspective. So, in like, my, he has yeah, to I, I think I, it just feels like they don't spend enough time in this world for you to get a feel for what it's really like. At the end of the day, I agree. You're not spending like these quiet moments. You're just immediately running through.
0: Yeah. Do, but anyone like to go first for? Um, I
2: think that we, I we sort of hit upon some of these points earlier, but like I just think the story needs to be simpler. I think that the basic arc of the story is, as we described earlier, is like. Girl discovers that she is, uh, you know, actually not a poor lady from Chicago. She's a space princess, and she's going to inherit the Earth, quite literally. There's some sort of new catalyzing of it. I don't know what it is. That, like, suddenly everyone else is aware that, like, this is who the space
1: princess is. And now everyone... I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it just occurs to me. How do they know that there is a genetic doppelganger to their mother? I
2: other? don't know. Like, how did, that, how did that ever come they up? They don't
1: tell us. Anyway... Um, So yeah,
2: we we have a much more clear um, you know catalyst for like (laughs) how the wider universe becomes aware that she is who she is, but they realize it before she does, and uh, it's suddenly like a race of like (laughs) race to get to Bjorka's, but it's probably not going to be Bjorka's planet, but it's like a race to get to point B where she can reclaim her birthright and take over the Earth before. All of these other factions uh, are, who want the Earth to take from her are going to, like, either, you know, they're her way into marrying her, and, like, and I'm, f- I'm kind of fine with keeping the base structure. Although Kalik makes no sense, I don't understand. Like, she has no clear motive, and she either needs to <laughs> go entirely or be given some clear
0: directive for what her goal is. She has no purpose as a character. Yeah,
2: and it's—you it's, it's you definitely think that she's not good, but you have no idea what her
0: aim right, is right.
2: in fishing her out and, like, getting her out safely. Um, so I think you probably keep Psycho Balam who wants to kill her, and you keep Titus, who wants to, like, you know, maybe marry her, maybe marry her and then kill her, or whatever, but basically, they both, they both want Earth for different reasons, and I think you maybe have a bit more diversity in, in why they want it, maybe Titus just, just wants to, like, just harvest the Earth, maybe Balaam has, like, weirder... You
1: know, more I mean, I feel like honestly, it would be it year. would be kind of an interesting thing if Titus wanted to do what he said he wanted to do and stop this whole like harvesting. It would of be people. nice for
2: someone, yeah. But I kind of like the idea that Balaam has maybe a in a in a weird way a more noble goal mm-hmm. than Titus. I, I think if Titus is like the nice guy who turned out to be a, a bit of a creep, and Balam is... The creep who turns out to be a bit of a nice guy? The creep who, who is trying to do something good, but is a bit of a nutso and has broken a lot, has, has you know, you know, like, They're that's, wrong in that's this like pursuit. D&D world-building one-on-one is to, like, make your villain you know, someone that you could believe, right. like, has good intentions or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you give her, you know, an, a series of allies like Kane and Stinger to, like, help her get to that point. Um, you give them better personalities. But I think that there needs to be a clearer arc of, like, her coming into herself a bit more, and I had had that idea that we brought up earlier that she... Maybe, like, the one thing that she's had to get good at is, like, bu- navigating bureaucracy and reading the fine line. And, like, you know, she's had to struggle to get by, so she
1: knows how to, like, get the best out of coupon deals and knows how to, like... You'd think also, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but, like, just the idea of the fact that she is an illegal alien in America, yeah. that maybe she knows how to work within the parameters of what of, society... Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, how to, like, just get by. Like, if she's, like, apprehended by the police or something, she knows, like, what she, she needs knows to exactly, say.
2: Yeah, she's good at, like, researching, you know, laws or, like, bylaws or, like terms and conditions to, Mm -hmm. like, get the maximum amount of things so she's able to negotiate, like, really cheap internet deals. Yeah. Like, you know, because she has to do all that extra legwork to be able to get by on the little that she's able to do. Um, And that explains why she quickly adapts to this, like, you know, weird bureaucratic existence of um, the legalities of of being the queen and owning the earth. Mm -hmm. And that does end up saving the day, like... So it's, you still have that arc that they kind of wanted of like a woman who doesn't use violence or fight, that she just uses like wits or whatever and like knowledge of like legal wiles, I guess, to, to win the day. <laughs> That's basically a rough sketch. Like I don't have clear ideas, but I think that you could have solidified all of this down And you don't really need the internet police at all, the internet police. I keep calling them that. <laughs> it's funny I think I'm trying to say like intergalactic and I just stop and I internet. say that. Uh, <laughs> but you don't need Space police. Yeah. You just have Stinger and and, you, and maybe a couple other fun... Maybe you have, like, a weird gang replaced. Instead mm-hmm. of the Aegis, it's, like, a band of mercenaries that she right. right. happen to know. And Kind of
1: nice if uh, Android Bob showed up more or something, yeah. maybe.
2: Yeah. She has, like, a... Yeah, you get that fun sort of D&D party um, yeah. aesthetic mm-hmm. of, like, there's the, there's the... Space Bob joins the party as, like, lawyer friend. Right, and, or the and face... And like, yeah, the face, like, yeah, Cane is like your
0: fighter, and Stinger's the rogue. Or right. Like, yeah, you have like this, they all have different skill sets that help her. And you find pace. someone who, I don't know, can do something magic adjacent, they're your wizard or whatever, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's probably the wizard. I, maybe, I don't know, maybe she's, maybe there's space magic. <laughs> she, she's I don't a, know. Well, she, <laughs> I mean, she's a bee mancer. She's a bee mancer, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: That's true. She mances the bees. <laughs> she should just have a little locket full of bees on her at all times. <laughs> just be like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my rough outline for what this movie should be. Cool. Yeah.
0: I my thought was that the story can pick up with Balam killing his mother and that the Aegis in this case I'm reimagining that as that was sort of the name for like the queen's prime bodyguard who in this case will be Channing Tatum's character mm-hmm. who basically jumps or who when the queen is dead his contingency is to seek out her genetic doppelganger, which we're just going to say they knew about it or whatever, and, like, seek her out so that she can kind of take over before the three siblings basically, like, split the kingdom between them and each have their own separate warring companies. Mm -hmm. And I think not only would then the siblings kind of have their various and I think much more clearly delineated bands of lackeys out there kind of chasing Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis once they meet. So basically he would get to Earth, scoop her up, and they would have to kind of... My thought would be they would sort of have to hop from planet home to planet home of each of the Abraxas siblings in that there was like some... Like, you have to go and do that thing and okay, now you've like taken that part of your inheritance back and
2: oh, she must go to the temple of the... the <laughs> exactly, she <laughs> to the Hidden Temple. There's the exactly. the...
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Watch out for the temple guards. Exactly. But my thought is also, I think along the way, I would like for them to kind of just, like, pick up this band, and I think mm-hmm. I want to have these be people who have been wronged by the space society, particularly maybe the Abraxases. Yeah. I want to have it be a lot... Bob is like a reject android. They exactly. Out- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or maybe he was one that they, like deprogrammed, you know what I mean? So I want their, I mean, I am not usually in favor of these like, big good versus big bad kind of stories all the time, but yeah. I do think this movie could use that level of simplicity in terms of the Abraxases are just going to be, like, they're just in charge. Like, mm-hmm. it's, they're not royalty and a business, and then that never gets explained. They're just in charge, and they yeah. have some crazy businesses around, like, reducing planets into, you know, youth goo. Yeah. Um I do want this to end with her just giving her family a better and more stable life. Not one where they have to scrub toilets, or at least not one where they have to feel so, you know, under pressure of, like, law
1: and money. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess most of the disconnect I feel from this movie stems from the fact that, like, I had a thought in my head of what this movie was kind of going to be about. And then almost instantly I realized that this was not correct. Because, like, you open kind of with the Abraxas are on that planet that they just yeah. harvested. And they're, like, basically saying, like, oh, like, we just harvested this planet out here, it's humane. And you're like, okay, so they're harvesting people, they're turning them to goo, I get it. And the movie pretends like this is a fucking twist for, like, an hour they really and strings you along with, like, like, we're not going to really say what it is. Like, won't yeah. it be shocking to you? But and you, like, you as if you were like, okay, okay, I get it, move on, move you on. You got it immediately because you even right. you even texted the thread and you were like, is it? this, and I'm like, yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, I don't
2: know. Is it meant to be a surprise to her, but not to us?
1: Because, like, why would they put that at the beginning? if I, I truly don't. I mean, maybe it's not, but if not then it just feels like, why well, are, are we spending no? so much time? Yeah. That thing at the beginning? <laughs> maybe. A- anyway, so it's like, it became immediately clear at that point that I was like, okay, this is not going to be what I thought it was. Now, what I thought this movie was kind of going to be, based off of what little I had known about it and what little I had heard about, like, fan communities spring up from this, but this was basically going to be, like, an Otome movie, where like, this girl goes to space, she <laughs> meets all these boys who are like fighting for her hand yeah. and like all the boys want to get with her it's and a hair make- anime right and so she basically shows up there like there's so many boys to choose from <laughs> there's Titus there's Belem. there's Cain maybe there's um, Stinger if that's something you <laughs> want to get into I don't know option. Yes. maybe Pop Maybe Bob, if you're into that sort of thing, too. I'm sure he has many different appendages that can do many different things. <laughs> oh, man. So basically, what I want from this movie is just sort of a complete shift of tone, and I want it to be more like the Princess Diaries in space. Oh so, my god, what fuck if, yes. What if we find, like, she just finds out that, you know, her dead dad, who died many years ago, yeah. like, happened to be... A galactic overlord who came to Earth, fell in love with a woman when he was doing like his semester abroad <laughs> on Earth. And so like she's taken to space by Kane and by Android Bob. And like she gets to meet like all these other boys. You have Titus, who is like this sort of popular preppy boy, but we find out he's kind of a shit actually and not really like, you know, a good boy for her to be with. And you've got Belem, who's just kind of a little bit of an unstable psychopath, and maybe huh. we find out a little bit more that like, oh there's a reason why he's, he's acting the, um, out.
2: Oh my god, Yandere character. So soon today is when you're like um, bitter on the outside, like you're sarcastic and like I don't really mm-hmm. like you or anything, but like you're super soft to it on the inside. Yeah, yeah and today is like when you're a fucking like where you're like I'll kill you, kill any boy that looks at you for more than a second, like, like the absolute like crazy <laughs> yeah. psychotic jealous.
0: Yeah, like it, you know you probably shouldn't date like it. never be with this person in real it's, life. It's like a true Jenna Maroney situation where like <laughs> <And> if <laughs> you leave me, I will kill myself, yeah, but I'll kill you
1: too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there you go, right there. You in my head is sort of more of a dorky guy who's like who's like kind of sort of in love with her and is like every time like she leaves he's like what a fucking idiot like I'm, too, like, I'm going about this all wrong you like what I'm a dumb. dummy
0: I am you know what you just pitched to us what you pitched to us Jupiter Ascending, the dating sim. Yeah, you I mean,
1: there it, it is! The sim. That's what I wanted! I wanted that! I wanted Princess Dancy Dance, the Jupiter Ascending movie. What's that game that I like to call? Oh, uh, I
2: don't know, but we played yes. Princess! Princess Debut! Princess Debut! Princess Debut! Princess Debut for, Nintendo, princess Debut for Nintendo, yes. Nintendo DS, my favorite like, Nintendo DS game. It was like a baby's a baby's first rhythm game. Yeah. Perhaps, <laughs> oh, princess, right? You
1: just, you meet other princes and, like, dance with them and decide and which one you want to dance with at the dance festival. And the best
2: ending comes from when you are so bad that you can't get a date <laughs> and you have to dance with your your, your teacher your rabbit boy dance instructor Who and tries- then you dance with him and the rabbit turns into the, the hottest prince in the game <laughs> And he has like white hair, he's like an albino, he has like white hair and red eyes. And he's, he's the like hottest? I was
1: cursed Yeah, to be a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. But
2: now you can come with and he, and that's the only ending in the game, by the way, where you your stay. character doesn't go back to their yeah. life. Which is the good ending,
1: incidentally. Yeah. You just <laughs> decide to be a princess in another kingdom. Right. So like that's what I want. And then you can also oh. deal with the fact that like later princess diaries books deal with the fact what if our country was not a principality? What if we became more of like a democratic country? How do we change this to make this sort yeah. of acceptable? So you could do this entire like sequel then where you have to deal with the fact that, oh the Galaxy is actually being controlled by a bunch of rich idiots. How do we make this a better place hmm. for the people? I wouldn't know what that experience is like. Yeah, in I know. A world owned by rich idiots? No, it's, I can't even imagine it, but that's why it's sci fi. Yes. So that's what I want from this movie. I want Princess Diaries in Space. I love, you know, I would well, love that. I'd, I'd fucking watch it. I'd be way better than this movie. Yeah. yeah, for
0: real. Well, actually, enough of that. I mean, I feel like I know what's coming, but would you recommend this movie? I mean, everyone's. In. I'm, I'm the last person on Earth to see this movie at this point, I <laughs>
2: What is the point of recommending it or not <laughs> yeah. you know, I, it I mean out. I think that I, I think that if you have not seen a lot of sci-fi and you, like I would pick so many others before I pick Jupiter's
1: life. yes no, I mean i would true I would, I would say bad
0: ones. I'd pick Valerian I would say watch
1: Valerian or Tomorrowland or um those oh. are both yeah to be fair those are both better movies than this unquestionably. Yeah. or just like watch The Fifth Element I mean I don't <laughs> yeah. care for the fulfillment but like yeah, I point. would I would give this like a half-hearted watch it and see what you think I think you're not going to walk away from this movie being like oh we got so screwed out of sequels to this movie right, right. and I get why like I get why there are fan communities for this movie online on Tumblr, yeah, or whatever we like
2: we haven't actually talked about it. I mean, we should, maybe we should have t- we'll just throw a quick I mean, out real quick yeah there are
1: hardcore like communities yeah for there's this movie. an
2: argument about this movie um, and a lot of it uh, it reached a lot of women and a lot of women like defend it mm-hmm. even in the same breath as saying, like, we're not saying it's a good movie, because that it it is basically like everyone's, uh, teenage fan fiction. Yeah. Um... And I just want to, like, I, I have nothing against those dreams. I just want to personally put out there, not mine. Not mine. Well, So um, here's the thing. But
1: about like, a lot of women. Right. And, and I, I just, I don't find that satisfying. Well, no, look. See, I get, as a gay man, I get that because I get the idea of, like, what it's like having to watch movies for crumbs, yeah. right? Where it's like, you don't, you're not going to get a lot of movies featuring right. the things you want, right? So sometimes you're going to gravitate or be attracted to movies that aren't very good that happen to have those things, That's right? Exactly. Like
2: this, like how most fantasy and sci-fi is like a male power fantasy right. of, like, man, shoot thing, really good. Right, right. Right, man, man is special chosen yeah. one. He and fights. And this is good. like woman so powerful bees obey her. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, right. Dog boy falls in Dog love boy, with her. Yeah, she's she she too royal to do
0: much, but yeah. bees obey her.
2: bees
1: yeah. yeah.
0: obey her. Dog boy love her. Fancy Dog dress. Stop, we love her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: like, she gets. I mean, she gets that. That I think is most uh, addressed in the movie when she gets such a like a girl boner off of being called your Majesty. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, like, yeah, That is clearly like what a lot of women are like, ooh, like...
0: Yeah, a man who sees me as a queen. Ooh. In yeah. your version, Brandon, is Channing Tatum a little bit more, like, dog-like?
1: Like, look, no. happy to look, see look. him? look, <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I can't tell you how quickly I'm to nix this dog-man aspect of Channing Tatum. <laughs> I'm just saying he should be, like, a little bit more, like, awkward and goofy, you know? Yeah, so I just want to put out there, like, we, I have nothing, I have not a lot of good things to
2: say about this movie. I don't I care. can acknowledge that it is, uh... It stands apart, and it is, like, yeah. um, bold, and, mm-hmm. and a good. it's a good thing that it is. Like, the female—it's yeah. it's got stuff that, the, like, women are looking for in movies, and I
0: think we should do more of that, but I think we
2: should also still tell a good story. Yeah.
0: And I also feel that people, I think, tend to celebrate this as if that somehow excuses or gives it quality, and it just doesn't. No. Because the other big defender I've heard out of—the uh, the, the line I've heard is, like, well, it's just— a- Like, how long has it been since you've seen like an original sci-fi? And I'm like, good point, but I would rather see an original sci-fi that was like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Stargate. Right. Yeah. Like, Stargate was great. Yeah. I mean, and like, yes, it being original is a great thing, yeah. and I want to encourage more of that, but I'm not going to tell you that Jupiter Ascending
1: is a good movie. No. no. And it is nuts that we live in a world where the Wachowskis got, like, what, like $160 million to make this yes. movie? Yeah. And I'm glad on paper. I'm pleased that Warner Brothers, for whatever reason, had someone there who was like, nah, just give them this money, let them do it. It's fine. But then just like, maybe next time care about the script? Yeah. Like,
2: at all? Or get other people in. I feel right. like Right, if you
1: had another writer here... Too
2: close to... They held it too close to the chest, and they didn't get enough other eyes on it to be like, wow, 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 this, this is a lot. Let's cut this down. Yes, let's, exactly. let's reduce some of the complexity. Because that's really what happened to this movie, is it got... This stuff got... It's too bloated. There's too much going on. You tried to do too much in one story... And if you just told a
0: simple story, it, there are good bones. Yeah. And at the end of it, I start to feel that they sacrificed their leads having personalities to just have more plot. Yeah. yeah. Like... the
1: characters kind of stop happening at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like look, like I said, if this said, if this speaks to you in some way, I feel you. And I get why it speaks to you in some way. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily do that for me, but there's plenty of other things that are not very good that do do that for me. So like if this is something that works for you, great. Give it a chance. I don't think this movie is going to be for everyone. I don't think that most people will walk away from this wanting to see it again. Yeah but I think to a point there are elements of it that are worth looking at. So for me it would be like a faint recommend. When you told me
0: that like how many gay movies have I seen that were terrible but I was attracted to it anyway because you don't get it anywhere else I I feel that. And that's actually making me look at this movie a little bit different now. I don't think it's good. It's not for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah I'm seeing that now where maybe you're willing to take like a hit in quality and writing if you're going to get this thing that you would really like to get from genre that's not typically given to women. Yeah. yeah, I mean Because this movie doesn't personally meet up with any of my
1: like childhood not. I, I am able to look at it and be like this is trash. Contrary wise for me if like Mila Kunis was a gay man in this character yeah. like well, oh, you have no oh idea no. how much I'd be championing this movie, right? <laughs> like I'd be hundred and ten percent never shutting up about this. I would fucking be like, listen, this is life. the movie that had Channing Tatum go gay, okay? Right. Like well, right. I guess aside and
0: from I, I'll tell you what, the like end of the world comedy he did, where in the very end of the movie, he's like a power bottom to a cult leader. Oh,
1: well, he's like barely in this is the end. Yeah. but yeah,
2: just- I, I think, yeah, also, if one of these if one of the main characters was asexual and that was a big part of the movie, I would also be like, yeah. yes, this movie should be more popular. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This, It says something about that movie that we're talking about these caveats of like if
1: it, me- if yeah. it was something close to me if X, then Y. Then I'd yeah. care about it more. But rather, then I think but- that
0: also does still say something about how like underwritten and underthought the movie is because if you could switch in a protagonist that's closer to any one of us and instantly we like the movie better, then it's like yeah, the movie is it's just... because
2: just... there's nothing... It's not like we're sacrificing anything because Mila Kudis is nothing in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right? Like, yeah.
1: we're, we're really suggesting you add something to the character. Yeah, you make the character something <laughs> yeah. instead of nothing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a larf? Yeah. That's it. Right? That's yeah. it. That's in two weeks,
2: we'll watch another...
1: Okay, we'll, we'll do a mini episode <laughs> two
2: weeks. That's what we'll do. <laughs> and then we'll watch another movie and,
1: and then we'll watch another right. movie two weeks just from now and then we'll do another mini on. and just keep going because <laughs> what else can you do
2: <laughs> I really have to use the bathroom that's why
1: like,
2: that's... <laughs> <laughs> I've been like alright let's wrap
1: it up alright so two weeks from now mini episode that's yeah. it bye bye, bye.